to the Mission LHC podcast, where you'll hear real conversations with a married couple that are on a mission to help other couples as they learn to love, honor, and cherish each other in all stages of marriage. My name is Heath Yearwood. And I'm Amanda Yearwood. And thanks for joining us as we laugh together and share our story together in hopes that we can be an encouragement to you. Welcome back everyone for a part two with the campers. We're so excited to continue the conversation with you guys. In the last episode, uh, we talked a lot about Lindsay's story, but I think we're going to transition over to hear more about you, Micah. Okay. Yep. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're glad to have you all. And again, we appreciate you you coming in and being willing to share your stories. And, you know, last episode we talked about Lindsay and some of the struggles and things she went through. And, you know, we when you talk about testimony sometimes, sometimes people have the Saul to Paul testimony that it's almost 180 degrees. And Lindsay kind of alluded to that. Well, Micah, talking with you and having a little bit of our conversation, I don't know, it, you and I, our stories are very similar. I don't think we really had that. Y'all are similar because y'all found good women. Is that we, we found said? we found beautiful women yes. that were smarter than us, and, uh, yes. and God blessed us. You hit the jackpot. That's what you're well, saying. Well, yeah. I know, I know, we both did. But uh, Micah, you know, tell us a little bit about your story, and uh, you know your upbringing, and then then eventually we'll get into your Christian story. Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So. Um, uh, growing up my whole life, I was a good kid. I went to church every Sunday. Um, we went to Church of Christ. Can I say that? Yes. Uh, okay. You're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to a Church of Christ, and um, my dad is like a third-generation Church of Christ, or was, um, and and raised us, raised me and my sister in the Church of Christ, um, and uh, you know, and, and I just thought I just had to be there. Mm-hmm. I had to be there, and I had to live the good American church-going person life, and then die, and then that was good. That was it. And so, <laughs> and I was going to heaven, and so um, that was that was my life. I would go and I would sing the hymns, go to youth group, go to youth trips, and do the whole the whole thing. And uh, uh, it wasn't until later in life, and you know, I guess it was about tenth grade, eleventh grade, something like that. Um, that I had some friends that, um, still to this day, love dearly, invited me to, to another church. And I just did not understand that because as a church of Christ person, when you go to a church of Christ, that's your church and you are the only church and that's the church you go to and Mm -hmm. everything else is not right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, they had musical instruments and they had, and there was an aspect of it, too, that I didn't understand that I was wrestling with theologically in my own brain and mind that because I was a musician, why can I not right. play guitar or, you know, whatever for the Lord? Mm-hmm. I even had a guitar teacher who was Church of Christ um, that would, you know, we would we would learn with ACDC and we would learn with Guns N' Roses <laughs> and that. But the second we started talking about Chris Tomlin and all that, it's, no, no, well, you know, they're using musical instruments and, you know, new test Anyway, so um, didn't understand it, but I didn't understand going to this other church either because I already had one that I was right. going to. So invited me to church, and um, I, I started 
I went. Now, my friend invited me to church, but also I was dating a girl that went to that church, so that helped too. Mm-hmm. So, um, sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> You're not the first person he dated. Pre Lindsay. Um, and so I uh, started going to that church, and, you know, I, I heard Jesus preached in a way I'd never heard him preach before. I'd always mm-hmm. heard, you know, um, God is this judge, and he's going to. He's going to judge you one day, and I, and and all of that is, you know, he will judge us one day. Right. But but that's all I ever heard. I never heard the side of Jesus that was grace. I never heard the side of Jesus that that was that was he loved you and he loved you know he throws your sin as far as the east is from the west mm-hmm. and he he loves you and I I never really truly heard that preached. I never, if I did, I didn't internalize it. Right. And so um, that day I did. I, I heard it. And I heard it in a way that changed my life forever. And I gave my life to Jesus, um, you know, in Church of Christ. Their their theology is you got to be baptized immediately. Um, immediately, yeah. Fill and, it up, call him. <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> yeah. And so um, that day, I, I I confessed with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and I got baptized, and um, uh, all of that. And, and it was a Baptist church, but um, there was a, a day. And this is the cool part. Um, I was actually using my gifts for the Lord. Mm-hmm. I was playing guitar and I was playing drums and I was, I was playing music and stuff. And, um, I was, I was in the youth band. Well, the youth band had a youth Sunday and th- I thought I- I'm going to get my parents in this church somehow. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And I, I said, this is my avenue. I'm going to, I'm going to invite them to youth Sunday and I told my dad, my dad was like, just, he already didn't really love the fact that I was going to this church. Um, and I just said, hey, look, just come and just listen to me. Okay. Just come for me. Don't come for anything else. My dad was, was pretty a pretty supportive dad. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't like that I was going, but he would, he would show son. up to support me playing music. And, um, and so he showed up and my dad, you did have to know, you'd have to know who he was beforehand, he had never been to any other kind of church. Right. Never stepped into the doors of any other kind of church but Church of Christ. Didn't know anything else. Well, and, you know, you alluded to a while ago, even as a Baptist or whatever we've been raised, a lot of times we get caught up in so many rituals. Mm-hmm. It's what Grandpa did. It's what mm-hmm. whatever. And you talked about that. And it's very hard. It's very difficult being raised in tradition, and you know, and I think of the Sadducees and the Pharisees. You know, we we've become that a whole lot, and even you know, you're in a DMD class, and I'm in a DMD. And for those of you out there listening, it's disciples making disciples. That class alone has almost changed my whole perspective because I used to think church was about um, that. That was that was Christianity. You go and sit on Sunday, and you get fed, and then Wednesdays you you go back and you get it again. But how many times is that all we ever do with it? Mm-hmm. And and you know it's but that ain't what God's plan was. It's about you. You're supposed to do it daily as you go. And we talked about mm-hmm. it. And Lindsay, in episode one, you talked about people that maybe they didn't change your life, but they planted seeds. They mm-hmm. were sowing seeds wherever they went. And so you know your friends, Micah, that you're talking about that that invited you and they brought you. You know people. There were seeds being sown. Mm-hmm. So. To you know, I was going to ask you, and you got into that. You know, what in the world was your dad's thoughts when you went home that day, and you told him that you got saved? 
If you've been raised in rituals and you've been raised that this is the only church or only denomination, mm-hmm. you know, you know, what was the thoughts that came from them? Well, my dad showed up that day. Um, he, he, he did come. Uh, he said, all right, I'll, I'll come just for you, but nothing else. And so uh, he stepped in and, and came and, and he got to hear the same message I heard and probably for the first time for him as well. And, um, my dad is very, I want to check the Bible on that, you know, <laughs> so he's following yeah. along the whole time and, and, and just was like, you know, you know what, you know, he's got a point, he's got a point here, he's got a point there. And it got to a point now he's frustrated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and he, he got off onto this, maybe a little, maybe unhealthy, but it was just his zeal for, you know, you know what, the church cross is wrong, you know, <laughs> and so he, he went from one side to the other, but now, you know, he's in the middle, and so um, he gave his life to the Lord, my mom gave her life to the Lord, my sister gave her life to the Lord, and it was just a really cool thing to That's see awesome. all of that happen, and, um, and you were talking about, um, you know, uh, religion and, 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 and uh, tradition, um, a lot of those things yeah, when you, when you are, and I'm going to preface all this with this. I believe that there are some people who are Church of Christ that love the Lord, that have a relationship with Jesus, Amen. Mm-hmm. That are going to go to heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so, but to those that hold on to that man-made ideology, mm-hmm. um, I I had told you I was dating a girl that went to this church. Um, this girl played basketball. I showed up at one of her basketball games, and I saw a lady that I went to church with at the Church of Christ who who said, you know what, I hadn't seen you in a long time. I said, well, I haven't been to church in almost a year. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she said, where are you going now? I said, well, I'm going to this church over here, so-and-so Baptist. And she said, she said, well, y'all are having way too much fun over here, I bet. And I said, well, <laughs> all right. And um, uh, she said, so why are you here? I said, well, my girlfriend's down there. She goes to church with me, and she's playing basketball, so I was here to see her. And she goes, well... I hate to tell you this, but you're going to drag that girl to hell going to that church. And that's, that's, I always knew, but that was the moment I was like, I made the right decision. (laughs) And so then that was her exact words. And I, I, I didn't have anything to say back to that because I was just so floored (laughs) that she even said, I barely said two words late. I didn't know she, she knew who I was. And, um, so it, it, so that was, that was that. And, uh, um, but yeah, it was, it was cool to see my whole family come out of all of that. And, um, they were very much that way too. Mm-hmm. And to see them come to the other side of that. And, um, uh, later on in life, I, you know, I, I, we left that church and started going to another church and it was there. I, I answered a call to ministry and, um, how old was you when you answered the call to ministry? I was about. 19, almost 20. Now, is this pre-Lindsay? Yes. This was probably three years before Lindsay, I think. I could be wrong. But you know what's amazing about that is sometimes we... God has a plan. And, you know, we talked about this, that we pray daily for our children, Mm -hmm. that God keeps moving pieces in their lives where they need to be. And I always think about this, and it's stupid, but I think that God 
it's like we're a chessboard. He knows exactly what's going to take place and what's going to happen. And he's making moves that we don't understand. You know, when someone plays chess or checkers, well, that's a stupid thing. You're letting yourself get jumped. Well, the only reason is now you're going to double jump them back or do something. I think God, sometimes we have storms, we have things we go through, but God knows it's the only way to get us to move in a certain direction. And, you know, by you ending up and, and meeting this person and going to this church, but God knew that that wasn't your final destination where you needed to be. And and, you, and that's what we're going to get into later on with you guys' story, how he intersects that path together. Yeah. And uh, But you accepted the call to ministry. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you said it was about three years prior to meeting. So tell mm-hmm. us about that. So uh, when I answered the call to ministry, I was... Still in youth, I was still going to youth, and um, my youth pastor at the time had given me some opportunities to speak, and um, really thankful for those those moments and those times where God was kind of molding me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, fast forward later on down the road, I, I was I was dead set. I'm going to plant a church because that's what every young person right. wants to do. I'm going to plant a church one day and. We're gonna have a lot of people, and it's gonna it's gonna be this big church, the big church thing, and and so that's because that's the sexy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> um, later on down the road, I meet Lindsay, and I'm you still want to plant churches. Still wanting to plant churches, <laughs> and I'm a uh, that may not be over now. You never can tell. <laughs> I thought it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Anyway. Um, I, I show up at this, it's a, it's so Elevation Worship was doing a concert at a church here mm-hmm. locally when we were there, and um, I was with some other friends, she was with her friends, and I just happened to know her friends, but I didn't know her. I'd never seen her, well, maybe I'd seen you in like Rimmersdale or something, she worked at Rimmersdale for a while, but anyway. He ate there five days in a row, that would have been He got tired of the sandwiches. <laughs> well... I went back a whole lot more after that night. But um, <laughs> so I was looking over and I had saw her friend. I knew her friend from another church, a, different people I had met. And I saw her hanging out with them. And I was like, who is that? She was praying over some girl. Didn't even know who she was. And she, but I was just going, she loves the Lord. And mm-hmm. she's extremely attractive. And so... Um, <laughs> I wish two I, checks. Two checks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, I wish I could say I walked over to her and maybe invited her to lunch and like I had it was all bold and like you asked him out, didn't you? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I found her on Facebook. And so, <laughs> so, so welcome you, to the So you did a little creeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Your generation now, see, this is y'all's dating. We're so old, we laugh about that. We don't understand anything with it. No. How y'all connect, your generations, and also. <laughs> so, uh, so you ended up uh, finding her on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I actually, so, but there's a cool story to that, though. Mm-hmm. The Lord kind of worked with that because she was on a social media fast for a whole year. Yeah. I just had. And we were yeah, already friends on Facebook, I guess, through your friends you were hanging out with. Mm-hmm. So he had searched everywhere for me. He I was, was going, like, where is this Lindsay girl? Exist? This is even better. She's not even on social media. Right. She loves the Lord that much. <laughs> yeah. and so, um, anyway, uh, so she, she just popped up on my feed. I was like. We were already friends on Facebook somehow. Yeah. And so I was like, is this her? And then I click her picture. And I'm like, that's her. 
This is the Lord. So I sit around, I slid in her DMs. And at first, he started hitting that like button on everything I posted. I didn't do that. <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is yeah. he? He's like, maybe she'll message me. Uh-huh. And then, before you ever messaged me, actually, we ran each other, into each other again. Um, I was leaving Starbucks with a friend of mine. We had, like, had a Bible study that night, and he knew that friend also. It was a total yeah. different set of friends. And so, they talked for a little bit, and when he walked away, I was like, who is that? She's like, Micah Camper or something, something about you. And I was like, oh, okay. And so, then I had that name in my head. That's the guy that likes everything I did. Mean, yeah, really I was like, that's yeah. the guy. <laughs> uh, you mentioned a friend, Lindsay. So you go from Christianity that we talk about. <laughs> Who are some of the people that influenced you the most? How did you start to get to the point where you're growing right now as a Christian <laughs> to meet him? But what were some of the things that, that people did in your life to get you to that point? Um. So I think there's two sets of things. There's a spiritual set of things, and then there's the people that God placed in my path. So after I got saved, um, as many people know who have some issues in the family and addictions, it's not a one-stop fix. Right. You're, you're not going to be delivered from the situations you're dealing with. And so um, my mom is still in some pretty dark depression, and that was really hard for me um, because it was just me and her at home at that time. My brother had moved out. And so I really wanted to move out, and God actually provided me an opportunity to move in with three friends, and that was literally a blast. We had so much fun. And so I think they all loved the Lord, and so it was good being around them, but also I had changed jobs, and God gave me a family and those people. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't really love the Lord, but they loved me. They were more Christ-like than some Christians have ever been to me. Right. They took me on vacations when, um, for, like, holidays. We all did Thanksgiving together. They bought me stuff. Like, they just really loved me. I went to their house all the time. We became a family. And so I think God gave me that, and he started to show me what family could look like, right. what how we were meant to be loved. And so I think it was through that, my friends, and then also just being at the church, um, I got really involved with the youth and being under the youth pastor and being under Pastor Malcolm's teaching. I mean, mm-hmm. that old disciple, you just sitting there. Yeah. And so um, I think just being around those people, and I surround my friend, um, some friends of mine, there was a girl, her name was Danielle Mix. she's married now, but um, she had a passion for missions, which after I got saved, I started having a passion for missions too. I went on a mission trip with her. You did? It, it, oh, is that the Danielle that was... It was Suriname. I was there too. Yeah, we all yeah, went together. But, yeah, but I, I was saying when you mentioned that name, I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. So she um, was my friend, and so we started doing Bible studies together. She was really good at teaching evangelism, and I think just surrounding myself with multiple people just that fan that flame. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I was really. I never wanted to get married. I never wanted anybody like that. I was going to be with Jesus the rest of my life, and I was going to go live in Africa with the orphans. Sister <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> that is who I wanted to be. I was set. I truly was so in love with Jesus. Like, I couldn't see anything else. Like, mm-hmm. I went through a time where I didn't watch TV at all. I didn't. I wasn't on social media at all. Like, I was basically... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't even know, like a little Amish person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy, but that is how like dedicated to God that I was. Well, I think God probably had to take you to that point, you know, that you had to do that 180 degree change. Mm-hmm. But God, you know, if you had went back, you might have fell back real easy before yes. getting into the relationship, getting into the marriage, different things. Yes. God knew you needed that complete transformation almost. Yes. And uh, I'm glad that your heart was receptive. I always say, I'm sorry to interrupt no. you, but I'm going to add this. I always say 
that during that time God protected me because I was never asked out on a date or anything like that. And I truly think that God protected me because one of my weaknesses had been with men. And so I think that he protected me because sometimes the Lord does that. He gives you that sovereign protection because he has a plan for your life and he doesn't need you to be blindsided. Well, no. And you being such a pretty young lady, some of the bad boys might have, it would almost been a challenge. Yeah. So by God protecting you, it's like, look, oh, she thinks she's high and mighty. She's this, I'll show her. And unfortunately, yeah. that's the way it is a lot of times that people want to bring, you know, bring, bring people down. If you mm -hmm. think you're better than me, okay, I'll show you. I'll do this. Oh, here, take a drink. Do this. Do that. And so, I, you know, I'm thankful for that, too, that God, His protection He provides in situations. So, Micah has found you on Facebook. And uh, obviously, you ended your fast because you must have posted yeah. something, right? Okay. That. And so, um, we... I ask her on a date. We well, we start talking, texting, blah blah blah, and you know she gives her number. I give her my, my number, blah blah blah. And so, anyway, so we go out for coffee, and she's telling me all this. She's telling me the whole I want to go on the mission field, and I want to move out of the country, and I want to I want to live in Africa. And I want to do all this and hang out with orphans like you were talking about earlier. And I was like, nope, it's <laughs> not going to work. Not gonna work. I'm gonna I like TV. Churches. I like to play music. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I, and that was the only thing I was thinking about was like, she's not going to be around if I'm yeah. playing a church. I'm just not going to be. And as this goes back to what yeah. I was saying earlier. I was like, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. And so, um, long story short, I guess I just compromised <laughs> on my calling. <laughs> but and, God knew. <laughs> no, but. Like what he did. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, we, we kept going on, on dates and, and so, and next thing we know, we're married. Um, long story short, I'm, I'm a youth pastor and she's, um, you know, she's with me in that. And, and we were probably in youth ministry three, four years. Mm -hmm. Um, but in that time, see, I, I was very negative towards the mission field mm -hmm. just because I had never been on a mission trip. I literally had never been on one. So yeah. it's a lot of change in that. Yes. Was that the, what, the one we went to? Was that your first time you've been to? Yeah. Yeah, after I got saved, I was so passionate about missions. I went by myself on an airplane for the first time to Africa with nobody that I knew. Are you serious? Yes, with an organization called Kidney Relief Ankle. Yeah. And I was like 18. My mom was like, no, don't do this. But I was like, I'm doing it. God provided all the money. I mean, it was like a three, dollars $4,000 trip. And God provided it in like two months. Wow. And so I know that that was divine because God, God wanted me to go on that trip because that would be part of my future. Yeah. I think I remember that yes. because I remember having a conversation with your mom and she was just Upset. beaming with pride though. Uh, no. <laughs> yes, she was worried. She worried about sure, you going but off. But, but uh, she was so proud of you. I remember yeah. having a conversation with her. So yeah. Yeah. How, did, how did your mindset and all this, how has that influenced, you know, Micah, you talked about influencing your parents by them coming in. Mm -hmm. How did that influence your mom? Or has it had any influence? Yeah, I think so. I think that she's been able to see what God's done in my life. I know she tells me so much all the time that she's so proud of me. And I think that that has been the true difference. So, I mean, I was heading one direction and then went the complete other. And it's only God. And it's been such evidence to her. Mm -hmm. of he is real. He, he, I mean, he has totally changed my life and he's become my life. Right. And so I think it's made a huge impact on her. And so many other people that know knew who I was, especially now living back in Coleman, them seeing that 
has made a huge impact probably on many people because they can't believe where I'm at. <laughs> oh, I, and, and, and I can see that. And you know, that's the thing about sometimes when you do have those people, like I know a guy that he talks about, he, I, I was always kind of envious about his story. I'm not. I'm glad I didn't have to go through it. But he got yeah. saved. That he had beer on the back of the truck, and it was a small country church. And he, his mom and them wouldn't stay off his back. So him and his wife go to church just because the mom wouldn't do it, and they were going to go to the lake afterwards. So right. he's got the beer all iced down on the back of the truck at the church. <laughs> he gets saved in the meantime, oh and goodness. it changed his whole life. He still got the beer on the back of the truck. <laughs> and but he he did a complete 180 as right. well. But he has those moments that he goes back to that. And sometimes, you know, when people talk about, man, boy, you see a big difference. But it's the people like Micah and myself even kind of that was raised in church. Sometimes that's the ones that I think, unfortunately, we're going to be, there's going to be hell. Hell's going to be full of a lot of people that was, I guess, raised in Christianese. They, they, were, <laughs> right. they grew up with it. And that's what mom and dad, and you just thought you were in the right place. Because like, as you mentioned earlier, Lindsay, the Bible Belt, if we go up and we witness to people and you say, do you know the Lord? Everybody knows the Lord. Now, they may not know them as their Savior, but they, they know to the answer. Yeah, I know God. Mm -hmm. I know Jesus. Yeah. You know, I go to church. And most everybody in this area has went sometime or they yes. have knowledge. And um, so that's awesome story so far about you two getting together. Um, so how... How many years y'all been married now, Lindsay? I won't put Mike on the spot. <laughs> we will be married six years. Year, I know so. the answer to that one. Uh, okay. See, good. <laughs> now that I said the answer, yeah. no, I, know, I knew the answer to that one. Yeah, so we've been married six years. So that's a lot. We started dating, and on our one year anniversary of dating, we got married, mm -hmm. and then we a year later we got pregnant with our daughter. Mm -hmm. Then had her. Then a year later, we got pregnant with our son. <laughs> All right, tell me about the kids' personalities. Totally different. Totally different. Which yeah. ones like you, and which ones like you? Highland's uh, like yeah. her, and Eden's like me. Yeah, she looks like me, acts like me, same personality. Highland is is just like her. Yeah, yeah. We won't tell you how. He's spicy. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, it's and that's probably best that it's that way because yes. uh, if you, uh, as a daughter, you and her would butt heads so much, being so much alike. That's very, very true. And mm -hmm. so it, it may be God allowed it that way because sometimes, you know, it, it's, it happens that way, you know, and, and like we were alluding to that uh, Amanda and her mom are a lot alike mm -hmm. when you, when it comes down. But you know, as we talked about in our relationship, they were telling me all about her going to church and doing this. And I tried to, and I've shared you got this before. In. Well, I was trying the first time we went on a date, I was trying to make small talk with her and like, so do you go to church? Yeah. Do you do this? Yeah. And I just kept trying to talk about church and she was blowing me off. I didn't know that she was pretty much hated church and hated everything right. they kind of suckered me in on the blind date with it and I'm trying to make small talk so it was just amazing she went back out with me again yeah. but you know I believe God had control of everything from yes. that standpoint as y'all's situation um, so when did you have a conversation or did you have a conversation with Micah about you know some of your past and Micah you 
have went through some th things? Have you ever went through any kind of problems or anything, you know, in your life, either one of you? When did y'all have a conversation with the other to tell, you know, we said that Amanda tried to run me off in the second date, tell mm -hmm. me all the bad things, and it was like, well, I still... I got it all out there. Let him make his own decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you ever have a moment like that? I think it was pretty shortly after we started dating. Yeah, it was probably date three, four. And the reason why I did it <clears throat> was because... Um, I, before Micah, there was one guy that I had hung out with a few times. We were never anything serious. We were really just kind of hanging out as friends. But I just thought in my heart to tell him, because he also had a friend of mine, so I knew he'd find out anyway. Yeah. So I had that conversation with him, and he was actually in ministry, and he was very judgy about it. Just like, why would you do that? And just made me feel shame and guilt, mm -hmm. and not Christ-like about it. And so... I knew that if he was going to do that to me also, and then the guy ghosted me. Right. <laughs> he tried to use them slow. Um, and really, um, we just didn't talk much after that. So I passed word to Micah. I said, okay, I'm going to let him know, and we're going to see how this goes. And so one night, sitting on the back porch, I'm like, all right, guy, I'm, I'm going to tell you some things about my past. And I knew also he was being a youth pastor at that point. And so I knew that if our relationship was going to go further and then I started helping out with these kids, I didn't want them to get attached to me. You know, I just yeah. needed to make a mature decision. Right. So I unloaded on him. Yeah. And I was like crying because <laughs> I felt so bad. And I'm trying to tell this guy who's never done half of the things, <laughs> most of the things I've done, he's never done yeah. in his life. And so I really expected to have that same reaction. But he was so merciful and kind and just... He didn't care about those things because he cared about who I was then in mm -hmm. Christ. And mm -hmm. he knew the changing power of Christ. And he could see that in me. So he didn't care just like Jesus did. Wait a minute. didn't care. So. Yep. Yep. And um, I think uh, it was like later on in our marriage, I think it was like third year of marriage, um, our church paid for me to go on a mission trip. And that was my first ever mission trip. And how and she was just like it was Africa, it was Rwanda, Africa. It was her first right. mission trip too, and she was like, "Yes, yeah, you gotta go, you gotta go." I'm like, "Okay, but we're not going." We're not <laughs> that's gonna literally do it. what he said. He I didn't mean, want me to get my hopes up because he knew that's what would happen. <laughs> I was like, "I'll be," but I did go. I was like, "I'll be open. I will be open to it, but just don't get your hopes up." Yeah. And so I, I, I go and. I was like, I mean, it was a, it was cool, you know, it was a good experience, you know, I, and we saw some cool things, and then we go on a second trip. I go on a second trip, and I was like, I kind of see myself <laughs> doing this, doing this, and then she was like, she was getting all excited at this point. Like, Don't get her hopes up too much. Then. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Well, by the third trip. I was like ready to move. <laughs> well, so. I tell you what we're gonna do. Um, There's still so much to y'all's story yeah. that we haven't even touched the surface. Do you want to? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. do one. Um, you know, the first one the episode was with Lindsay. Second one was on Micah, and and kind of y'all's relationship. But the third one we're gonna focus on missions, mm -hmm. and okay. we're gonna talk about kind of how you end up coming to that decision. 
and uh, we'll we'll just talk about some of the stories that you have and how you've seen God work in your lives and how He's working today. You know, He, he brought you back from the mission field, but we don't know what tomorrow holds. Right. You know, and, and the churches and different things, but maybe you're just being fed now for something down the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, guys, we really enjoyed it again, and we look forward to uh, talking with you and hearing a little bit about your mission trips and how, what God's got planned for you.